All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and happy Wednesday. Well, guess what? We've got a pretty big conversation to be had. We've got some great guests. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. 
We get a lot of announcements, a lot of statements in Washington, and so many of them in the last five or six years have turned out to be false statements, whether it's the letter from those 51 intelligence analysts or the White House saying, don't worry, there's nothing to worry about with Hunter Biden's art deal. We got a good ethics agreement. Today, once again, James Comer pierces through the rhetoric and gets us the truth, and we're very lucky to be joined by the chairman right now. Mr. Chairman, great to have you on the show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you all. Uh, this was a big day. Uh, tomorrow's a big day because you're going to be working towards finding uh, uh, Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress. But I want to start with George Burgess, the guy who has the art gallery that's been selling more than a million dollars of Hunter Biden's art uh, since Joe Biden became president. Can you tell us a little bit about what you learned? And was there really an ethics agreement that would protect the American public from Hunter Biden's art exploits? Well, we learned a lot. I think the most troubling thing was what you just uh, touched upon, John. Uh, we were told by Jen Psaki and others in the White House that they had an ethics agreement with uh, George Burgess in the art gallery that was selling Hunter Biden's artwork and that uh, it was in place and that no one in the media or any Republican investigators needed to worry about it because they had put in uh, a very thorough ethics plan to ensure that there were no conflicts of interest or ethics violations uh, with the selling and dealing of, of Hunter Biden's artwork. I actually kind of believe that they probably at least talk. Uh, I don't believe that uh, they do anything ethical, but I would have assumed, John, like, like most Americans, that uh, when Jin Saki said that, they probably had some type of agreement or at least communicated at the very least. But what we heard today, uh, George Burgess testified under oath that he's never communicated with the White House. He didn't know anything about an ethics agreement. So this is another lie that the White House has told the mainstream media and the American people uh, with respect to the Biden family shady business schemes. Mm. Yeah. Unreal. Well, and and lying is, you know, th that's one thing, not showing up to testify like Hunter Biden is another thing as well. So, so on the question of contempt charges, um, there's going to be a really interesting moment, and it's not going to be when it gets out of committee, out of oversight or out of judiciary. I don't think it's even going to be when the full uh, House votes on it, because I, I think that it will probably pass. Um, the interesting moment is when those charges get transmitted over to Attorney General Merrick Garland and whether he decides to uphold those, because if he's being consistent, like he did with Bannon and Navarro, then he is going to uphold those contempt charges. Otherwise, he risks the appearance of a two-tier justice system. But um, I, I don't know if that's really a concern. I mean, in the words of Rhett Butler, I don't know if he necessarily gives a damn. Well, we're going to find out. Uh, obviously, tomorrow, the House Oversight Committee and Judiciary Committee is going to take the first step in holding Hunter Biden accountable for defying a lawful congressional subpoena. We're going to have markup at the same time. Both the Oversight and Judiciary Committees are, are located next door to each other in the Rayburn office building. Uh, we're going to vote that out of committee, and then it'll be voted on in the, by the full House next week. Then it'll go to Merrick Garland. And will he treat Hunter Biden in the exact same manner as he treated two Republicans who defied congressional subpoenas and were held in contempt of Congress by the January 6th committee, which many of us didn't believe was a legitimate committee? Nevertheless, Merrick Garland has prosecuted them at the, at the full force of the Office of Attorney General. Uh, we've complained that there's a two-tier system of justice in America. This is going to be a very good test. For Merrick Garland, are you going to uphold the law in the same manner to politically connected Democrats as you have with anyone connected with Donald Trump? 
Yeah, so important. Sir, is there any contemplation if the Justice Department doesn't back up the Congress uh, and does what it did like it did with Eric Holder a decade ago, that Congress could take things into their own hand? Could they resurrect the marshal, the old brig in the Capitol? Are there some other options that uh, are at Congress's hands if the Justice Department uh, once again doesn't do its job? Well, Jordan and I talked about that today. Uh, we're we're going to be researching that heavily. Uh, you always have to assume the worst when you're talking about Merrick Garland. But again, the American people are going to watch this. The American people saw the stunt that Hunter Biden pulled. They saw the arrogance and entitlement by the president's son. They kept up with our investigation. They know that the Bidens have taken in millions and millions of dollars from our enemies around the world, and they can't say one thing they did to account for that money. And I think the American people are curious uh, as to how Merrick Garland is going to handle this. Is there, in fact, a two-tier system of justice? They see on the news every night that the former president's in some courtroom somewhere and every uh, Democrat prosecutor in, in America, it seems like, is going after him for something different. Here we have a clear example of uh, the president's son defying a lawful subpoena. And again, the American people are, are supportive of this investigation. They want to know uh, what was what happened in return for all this money from our enemies around the world. So uh, we'll see if Merrick Garland's going to going to treat everyone the same and that justice is is blind and, and, and equal. Yeah, that's so important to find Mr. out. Mr. Chairman. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, on, on the governmental and legal side of things, when when you're investigating a crime family, you know, there, RICO is brilliant because it kind of sets forth this M.O. as far as investigating. And you've done such an incredible job of, of speaking to some of these people who have turned out to have some really important information. So with respect to who is to come uh, in the future before your panel, obviously a closed door hearing like they all have been, like Hunter Biden said he didn't want, because I guess he makes the rules for your committee. Uh, who Who is on deck for deposition next? We're going to have Kevin Morris next. He's the Hollywood attorney. Uh, his name was mentioned today several times. John, uh, you've been uh, investigating him very thoroughly. Uh, turns out he bought a significant portion of the art. Uh, I think another thing we learned today uh, were the the majority of the art went to uh, big, powerful Democrat donors. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Uh, and again, that's what's so disappointing about the revelation that there was no ethics agreement in place, uh, despite the fact that Jen Psaki said that. So Kevin Morris is coming. Uh, we expect to hear from Jim Biden this month as well. And Tony Bobolinsky, those are three names that I think every American who's been keeping up with this investigation knows. Uh, so uh, those three will be uh, key figures. And then there are probably six or seven other uh, lesser known figures that we have scheduled uh, transcribed interviews and or depositions with. Yeah, that's important. I want to dig in a little bit to what you just said, because I think there's some pretty big news in this. So uh, before the holidays, we worked on a story. Kevin Morris had $5.3 million in loan mm -hmm. agreements. He gave $5.3 million to Hunter Biden uh, after the, his father started running for president through the presidency. And we knew that he bought one painting, I think, for about $46,000. Are you telling me that uh, I think there was one anonymous donor we couldn't identify at $875,000, 10 or 11 paintings? Is there any chance? That was Kevin Morris. I think there's a. I think you're onto something, John. Uh, we'll uh, <laughs> be probably releasing those names, obviously, when we release the the, the transcript. But uh, it's very safe to say that uh, your your figures on Kevin Morris is probably somewhere around uh, six million dollars now wow. uh, to Hunter Biden. So 
that would include the loans and the artwork and everything else that we know of thus far. Now, uh, Kevin Morris will have an opportunity to come in and explain that. Uh, or we may learn that that it, that number may be even more than six million. So uh, but uh, yes, we know that he was a significant percentage of the artwork that uh, that Hunter Biden sold, along with uh, other big Democrat donors. Amazing. Mm. Mm. Well, let Kevin Morris know before he gets on the plane out of LAX to come to D.C. that his water bong has to go in his bag because we don't want him using that as an excuse to not come and and show up to testify. Um, I wanted to ask you, though, about a story that came out. I want to give you a chance to respond because the the bastion of journalistic integrity matched only by the likes of Mother Jones and Daily Cause. The Daily Beast put out a story about you and some companies that you have had in the past. And trying to compare that to what you are actually investigating with Hunter Biden. I just want to give you a chance to explain that. Yeah, the, the Daily Beast wrote a story. Uh, originally, it said that I loaned my brother $200,000. Uh, my brother is the only person I know in the world who's never had a loan of any type, especially one from my brother. So they've since altered that story. They've edited that story. It doesn't say it's a loan anymore. Uh, they've also tried to say that my LLC was, was, a, was a shell company, but then they list the assets. A shell company is a, is a company that has no assets or no known purpose. Uh, my LLC is disclosed properly in our financial disclosure form. It has assets and it manages the hunting leases on uh, all of my farmland. That is uh, uh, what's been disclosed. It's been disclosed properly. And it's a real LLC. My accountant even went further and said that my LLC is larger than, than most of the small businesses that he does accounting for. What we're talking about with the Bidens are LLCs. They have no assets. They have no known purpose. We're going to bring Hunter Biden in and ask, but we have their bank records, Amanda. And, you know, the only, you know some of these companies, the only incoming money they have is is wire transfers from other LLCs. And that's what's called a shell company. So if you have a shell company, you have a company that has no assets or no known purpose. And the media, you know, I don't know if they're financially illiterate or if they're biased or corrupt or a combination of of all three, but uh, they've been very wrong on uh, stuff that they've written about uh, the Bidens and anyone else who's investigating the Bidens corruption. Yeah. So we got about a minute left. And uh, there's so many questions about Hunter Biden's finances. And it's clear now we've never been given the truth from the Biden White House. There is a one place where Hunter Biden disclosed a lot of his information that was in the child paternity hearing. Is there any, any effort by your committee to try to get those records that might give us some more transparency about where Hunter got his money and who he got it from? No, oh, we would love to have that information. That's something that uh, we certainly uh, need in our investigation, and and we're going to do whatever we can legally to try to obtain that information. That's very valuable information to our investigation because it details income, and and that's why it's important. Uh, We're, again, trying to figure out what what this family did to receive uh, money from our enemies around the world and how much money did they, in fact, receive because we know for the IRS whistleblowers, they didn't report it properly on their income taxes. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. 
you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Welcome back, everybody. If you didn't catch the latest in a very rare appearance at the southern border, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas took time out of his very busy schedule to finally meet with Border Patrol agents and other government officials while in Eagle Pass, Texas yesterday. And while that's stunning all within itself, it's even more stunning with what the secretary admitted to Border Patrol, including our next guest. So joining us now to talk about what was said is Brandon Judd, the president of the Border Patrol Union, and he joins us now. Brandon, um, you know, we have these Q&A sections on this show every once in a while, but oftentimes people message us and say, why on earth is no one holding the Biden administration and Secretary Mayorkas's feet to the fire? But you did. Tell us how that conversation went down. Uh, so it, it's not so much that he admitted there was nowhere for him to go. Every single Border Patrol agent knows how many people were releasing. So it's not like he could say that the percentage was lower than what we knew. But what I my point was, was I watched his interview with Brett Bear and I was very disappointed that Brett was asking what the percentage was. And, and Brett says that, that his understanding was 70 percent. And, and during the muster, I said, look, we all know that the percentage conservatively is 85% and could be upwards of that. The only reason that I say 85 is because that's what the Border Patrol releases. We just don't have the ICE stats. And, you know, after I said that, I, I said that democracy, this, this whole attack on democracy, I believe that part of the attack on democracy is government officials failing to tell the American people 
all of the information to allow them to make an informed decision. And I recommended that he he tells the American people exactly how many people were releasing, what we do with those people once they're released. And and he said, yeah, we all know that it's it's above 85 percent. So, you know, I, again, it's not like he could not say it because we were all there. We know what the process is. We know what the percentage is. Yeah, it's extraordinary. But it's important that you pinned him down and that that data point is now in his own words. I think people hear this and they say, well, that doesn't sound like the Mayorkas that I saw on television during those congressional hearings. Uh, is uh, the, the Mayorkas you saw yesterday when he's in an audience where people know he can't BS him uh, and the Mayorkas when he's in Congress a little bit different in terms of substance? Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and again, look, he wasn't very heavy on substance yesterday either, but it just, it's just that he couldn't tell us something that we already knew. Um, we would have every single agent in there would have called him out on that. But when he's before Congress, when they don't have the numbers in front of them, when they don't have the experience that we all have, it's a lot easier for him to deflect. And what really disappoints me is when he comes out and he tells the American people, he paints his picture and he says, we're putting all of these individuals into immigration proceedings, into deportation proceedings. And while that is a true statement, it is meant to be misleading because it's painting that picture that we're deporting all these people. And that's not true. What he needs to do is he needs to go further and explain to the American people what's happening when we put them into deportation proceedings. And once we put them in there, we're releasing them into the United States and they're not showing up to their to their uh, their court dates and, and they're absconding. They're disappearing into the shadow of society. And he has a responsibility to explain all of that to the American people, because, again, Democracy demands that we have all of the information. The American people are able to make decisions based upon what the government knows. And that's where he is. Again, he's painting that picture that is completely and totally misleading to the American people. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, there are two very different Secretary Mayorkas's. There's the one before Congress and the one who speaks to you. And it kind of seems like he's darned if he does and darned if he doesn't. If he tells the truth to the American people, he gets fired. If he lies to the American people, he, get, he gets impeached. And tomorrow, uh, impeachment hearings are going to begin for him in the House. Um, do you think that his visit to the border made any impact at all, or is it too little too late? No, it didn't make any impact. And what, what, I'm, what I'm very excited about this impeachment is... All of the evidence is going to be brought out. Now they're going to have subpoena power. Now they're going to be able to get all of the information that they want. They're going to be able to show to the American people that these individuals that are released into the United States, they're never leaving this country because President Biden said the simple act of being in the country illegally is not reason to deport somebody. So the, all of these people that you see right there, they're never leaving this country. Once they get released into the United States, they're able to abscond. They're able to disappear in the shadow of society. When they don't show up to their court appearance, a warrant of arrest will be issued, but that warrant will never be served. One, because we don't have the resources to go after all of those people. And two, because this administration won't deport them anyway. So the, the rule of law just isn't being followed. And that's what's going to come out in, this, in these impeachment proceedings. And whether or not they're able to find that a high crime or misdemeanor was committed, at least this impeachment is going to show the American people exactly what is happening on their borders, what is happening with these people that are being released into the United States that violate our laws, the reward that we're actually giving them rather than a consequence.
Yeah, it makes the law, renders the law meaningless when 85% who legally, illegally cross the border get encountered, get to stay in the country, and 100% of the gotaways stay in the country. Uh, it is almost as though we don't have a border wall. I want to pivot to the solutions because there's a critical moment in Congress right now, a budget deal. Republicans already have given in on the spending side. Doesn't look like they're going to get much spending cuts. Biden wins on that one. There are two paths for the Republicans on uh, the border side. One is H.R. 2 which has all of the best ideas, I think, that your agents and others have put together over the years. The other is Senator Lankford's proposal. Tell us where the Border Patrol stands on between those two uh, proposals. So I would love to see H.R. 2 pass. H.R. 2 would solve the, the entire problem, but it's not going to pass. The Senate is controlled by Democrats. Democrats are not going to pass H.R. 2. So what I'm not willing to do is I'm not willing to give up good for perfect. A perfect is the, is the enemy to, to good. So what they're working on is something that is going to give us certain measures. So like I said, those people that have been released into the United States, they're never leaving. So I would much rather have two million people rather than eight million people in the United States. And so anything that we can get, anything, I don't care what it is, I'm going to take. Yes, I want HR2, but I want anything that I can get. And knowing that the Democrats control the Senate, HR2 just is not a reality. So we have to get something. And that's what Langford is working towards. Yeah, very pragmatic. Yeah, and, and along those lines of solutions, you know, every once in a while you see Democrats start to speak the truth about what's happening when the chickens come home to roost. And recently we saw the revival of the English language Inspire magazine put out by AQAP. Uh, talking about attacks specifically on New York City with respect to mass transit, utility providers, electricity, water. Um, if it takes something like that, or, or, or does it take something like that to have more Democrats speak up about the issue? And not that I want that to happen, obviously, but is that something that will force them to, to speak the truth? Uh, Amanda, it's even worse than that. It doesn't even take a mass catastrophe. It doesn't take a 9-11. All it takes is for the fear that these people are going to lose their position. If they think that this issue alone is going to cause them to lose election, they will switch on it immediately. They care about themselves. They do not care about the American people. They do not care what's best for this country. They care about their own reelection prospects. So if they believe that this issue is going to cause them problems in, in their election, they will turn and they will give us the border security measures that are necessary. Yeah, funny how po political existentialism often results in some action. It's interesting it came to this point. Uh, Brandon, I want to ask one last question because I think it, it uh, has a lot of people asking me. I get this question a lot when I'm out in public. How many of the people in this country do we know nothing about? So we got the gotaways. We know we're blind on them. But how many people are dropping their passports and we don't really know their identity when we check them in, even in the uh, encounters? The vast majority, and, and that's been well documented, that these yep. people will not bring across their IDs. They will not bring across their identifications. They know that we can't verify their identification with the countries that they claim to be from. And if we can't verify that, we have to take them at face value. In that particular instance, the burden of proof is on the federal government. It's not on them. Um, for, for an asylum proceeding, once they get to that court proceeding, the burden of proof is on them. But to actually show who they are or what their age is, which is one of the major problems that we're facing right now, the burden of proof is on us. And if we don't have any evidence, we have to go off of what they tell us. It's a very, very backward system. And if we really cared about this country, 
we would change the laws to, to and, and again, going back to H.R. 2, we would give ourselves the necessary steps to protect the American people. Yeah. Brandon, one more before we go. Um, I, I recently saw that the Biden administration is blaming their desire to strip away the concertina wire, the, the razor wire at the border saying that that's because they are concerned about the safety of Border Patrol officials. Uh, the men and women who I have worked who work our border and try to protect our nation, um, they, they know how to deal with these things. It seems to me that they are smart enough and experienced enough to not get injured by concertina wire. But is there any ounce of truth to what they said? Amanda, that absolutely ticks me off. They have never asked one Border Patrol agent. If you ask Border Patrol agents, we will tell you what the infrastructure that we need. We have advised them multiple times and concertina wire if that is going to stop people from crossing in dangerous locations that puts themselves in danger we are all in favor of it we have got to have the infrastructure to stop people from crossing our borders illegally we are not opposed to concertina wire in any shape or form all right folks we're gonna take a quick commercial break when we come back we're gonna wrap things up for the day getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. It's hard to believe, but that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. I'm really grateful that each of you could join today. Now, one reminder, a lot of people say, hey, John, do you have an app at the Just the News? And the answer is we sure do. And not only do we have an app, it's in the Apple Store. It's also in the Android Store. It allows you to take the Just the News experience and go in three different ways. You can watch our videos and television shows. You can listen to this podcast and many others like it, like Victor Davis Hanson, or you can read the stories that we do a day, 50, 60, 70 stories a day of the breaking news, investigative reporting, accountability reporting. Go to the iOS app store or the Android store today. Download the Just the News app. Read, watch, listen. Three great ways to experience the Just the News content and to join the Just the News family. And if you really want to get involved with the family and say, hey, I want to support your investigative reporting, John Solomon. I want to support the great reporters and the producers and the bookers and everybody that works to make the Just the News experience possible. You can do something really inexpensive that makes a big difference. All you got to do is join the Just the News VIP club. That's right. What do you get for the VIP club? First off, ad-free experience on the website and on your newsletters. No ads, no dancing videos, no autoplay videos. 
an ad-free experience on Just the News 24-7. Plus, once a month, you get to hang out with me at justthenews.com. We have a town hall. I sit and answer your questions for an hour. We talk about issues you care about. We cover topics that the other media aren't covering. It's an incredible experience to join the family the immediate family of the Just the News team. Great opportunity. Sometimes we bring in our reporters. It's always a delightful time. If you want to get involved in that, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. Justthenews.com slash subscribe. Quick way to get into the club. It's $4.99 a month, $44.99 a year. Great way to support our journalism, make a difference, and get an enormous benefit yourself. So go check it out today. All right, folks, that wraps up John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great night. God bless this great country of the United States. Be sure to go to justthenews.com if you need that news fix. We got you covered 24-7. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.